Mindset Podcast. My name is Natalie Potts, Personal Development and Business Coach, and each week I'll be bringing you an inspiring personal message to help you unlock creating and living a life full of energy and happiness. And today I'm going to be talking all about how you can kickstart your week with five ways to manage time wisely. And done is better than perfect, just remember that. So five key ways, I'm going to make this short and punchy. The best way to start is to not start planning your days. It's to plan your week. Trust me, been there, done it, thinking, right, I'll start every single morning at five and I'll block out my day. And then actually I just realise I'm kind of living each day, not really planning and getting enough through my week. So that's great in terms of living in the moment. Of course, I'm not detracting from that. But we do need to sometimes think about longer term as well. And having a structure for most people is what helps them perform better and their output. And that's what we're about of our days is getting maximum output performance wise. So the, one of the first things I do, so going for number one here, is I plan my week, like I said. And this is about looking at your Sundays. Okay, so if you think about a Monday as your kind of starts the week, often you can be a bit on the back burner or something happens and it throws us off and then suddenly it throws our day off. Imagine getting up late on a Monday morning, rushing to work, panic, anxiety hitting the roof and just absolute mayhem and not kind of getting over that day and being that kind of the Monday blues feeling. So I invite you to look at starting planning your week on a Sunday. And this has been really successful for me. So I always just kind of relax on a Sunday evening and I get that half an hour, 45 minute space, no longer than that. And I just plan out my whole week. And I start by doing a brain dump because when I write things down, I see things differently. And it's just a way of it's like purging your emotions. You're just seeing on a page and writing it out. And what I often find is that when I'm very overwhelmed, I do this as a tool because I just think I've got so much going on in my mind. I don't know where to put my attention, my focus and my energy, and I just need an output. So doing a brain dump really helps you and literally no more than five minutes for this. Write every single thing that comes into your mind and then just start to take a kind of a step back and looking at it and seeing what you notice about that and then maybe start to prioritise around this. So a brain dump is great because then it allows you to really look at that kind of Eisenhower matrix. And if you've seen this before, this is all around the four Ds. And when you have the four Ds, you turn clarity into action. And this is around looking at the kind of not important, important, urgent, non-urgent. So I'm really trying to get you to visualize a matrix style, you know, just the four quadrants, okay? And the first thing you'll have is the urgent, like you've definitely got to do it now type thing. And then you're not so urgent. So deciding when can you schedule that in for? Then you look at the delegate, actually, who could do it for me? Do I really need to do that myself? And then the delete. So that's around eliminating things. And actually, I don't need to do that. So if I just go back and reiterate, it's the do. So what you're going to do now, or you know, like you have to do it the first thing in the mornings if you're looking at your week as well. Decide what you can schedule in and where you can put that. And then can you put it later in the week and days? Delegate. So who can you delegate stuff off to? What don't you need to do? 
do you need to do your washing and ironing? Can you give something to the kids and, you know, they earn a bit of pocket money? Could you give something to your partner and say, actually, you're going to do dinner three nights this week? And what can you delete? So is there things that you think, actually, when I really think about it, I get nothing from spending that 20 minutes that I do every single um, lunch break. That's the first thing I do is check my social media. So really start to drill down on what you do and how you go about doing it. And it's, again, drawing on that what and the how of what we do. And then in terms of planning your week, think of these four questions, okay? What is the most important thing that you need to stay focused on every single day? So when you're mapping out the Sunday to the Saturday, every single day, what do you need to focus on um, that is really, really important or to make that happen on that day? What do you need to do? Then think about what are the important events or meetings happening every single day, okay? Again, structuring it. So what needs to happen and how can you then make sure you perform exceptionally well at all of those meetings or events? And by doing this, you start to think about things like, actually, do I need to show up there? Is that going to bring me anything? Or am I going to that networking event? Or am I going to um, that meeting just because I feel I need to, but actually I know I could probably spend my time more efficiently elsewhere. Then think about one thing you could do for yourself on that day to recharge or bring joy to your life. And I'll come on to this in the moment around downtime because that's a completely different section of me in a focus. I think it's really, really important. And many of us kind of sacrifice that time. And who is one person that you need to reach out to to lead care or show you're thinking about them? And how can you show up for them? And I really liked doing this when I started it because it really made me challenge myself to think about what do I do for someone every day? Bringing that kind of gratitude moment, that that kind of how do I give back each day to somebody in some form? What random act of kindness could I do? What message could I just send to somebody to say, do you know I'm thinking of you? I've got you back. I'm here for you if you need me. So great way to start is to really start to look at brain dumping, the Eisenhower matrix of the do, decide, delegate, delete, and then those four questions. Number two, so going step by step here, the things that you must do to make your time be managed more wisely. And that is about breaking everything down in the week. So when you're doing this on a Sunday, look at every single block of hour, okay? You could draw down to 30 minutes if you want to. I'd challenge that you'd be finding you think you actually then micromanaging yourself too much. And then you just become overwhelmed. So then it doesn't actually have the output that you want. So break down the hour blocks though. And then you need to start having a bit of discipline when you start approaching your week to stick into those times. And if the hour hits, the hour hits, baby. You know, it's kind of right, next thing. And this will help you get more productive in the time that you've got because you'll be looking at it different. So you won't be thinking, you know, I've got four hours this afternoon, I'll just get that um, emails all checked and I'll get that presentation done for my webinar this week or um, I'll start that bit of work to do because it's a project. You won't just think I've got four hours. You'll be like, I've got an hour. How do I prioritise that hour to really maximise my time there? So block out your days into hours. Then plan in your downtime. And this is always a really important one. I'll focus clients on when we're talking about how productive they are or whether they've, you know, if I get that um, obstacle, if I haven't got enough time, great. 
let's go with that. Let's look at it. Let's break it down. Where are you using your time at the moment? And how can we make your time more productive and be more efficient within that space? But planning your downtime means time for you, whatever you want that to be. So examples of what I do, I go to cinema a couple of times a week. I go to the gym so I make sure I get my fitness in every single day um, I'm doing at least 30 minutes exercise and I train five times a week um, friends so I plan in when I see my friends and I make sure that I um, see someone and I actually now start to plan in when I'm going to speak to somebody so in the morning I'll always listen to an audible or podcast generally and then in the evenings when it's kind of my switch off if I'm commuting or driving or whatever I will um, actually plan that time and just have a bit of spontaneity in that, that I can listen to some music I want to listen to, or um, I will actually just call a friend. And sometimes I'll plan that in, because if I don't plan it in, I won't do it. Um, And that sounds quite trivial, and it felt quite trivial to do it at first when I started it. But actually, I get so much more fulfillment just by actually doing it, opposed to thinking I didn't phone them, I really should have, or oh, I haven't spoken to them in two weeks and I need to speak to them. And it helps in building relationships and not just being so work-driven. And again, that's something I've had to work on is not just being so work, work, work mentality and actually making sure that I do invest the time into my friendships and the relationships I have with my family because it's so important to me. It's one of my strongest values is family and friends. I plan in food time, so I plan when I'm going to cook my food because I like living healthy, I like making sure I eat good food, and I like cooking, I enjoy it, and again, it's it's a release for me, but I make sure that I think, actually, I know I've got half an hour, an hour, or I'm going to batch cook at some point throughout the week, Um, tends to be maybe like a a Monday or a Wednesday, depending on how my weeks go, Um, and being spontaneous, so having that time in there, whether you call it me time, or you just have spontaneity, whatever, or just a few hours blocked, and I remember there was a time last year when I was getting ready for a photo shoot, and I was messaging my coach, and I was like, I'm just having at the worst way, I'm absolutely knackered, I feel drained, I can't focus, work is insane, I'm training, and yeah, I just, life is just getting on top of me, what do I do? And they were like, what do you do for fun? And I was like, what do you mean, what do I do for fun? <laughs> and I thought, I don't know, and then they said, um, I want you this weekend to do one spontaneous thing, and um two days afterwards I went back to him and said I did something spontaneous and he was like what did you do and I was like I got the earlier train up to London to go and see a friend and he was like good start <laughs> um but to me it was just I was really excited that I did that because I just thought you know I'm gonna go early I'm gonna stop what I'm doing just go up to town and um yeah it felt really good um again I know it seems trivial to some people but you have to start small and build and again it's definitely something I do now I just think it's a couple of hours like well then I'm going to leave those couple of hours and just do what I want to do a Sunday has become my main day for complete chill so I never train or go to gym on a Sunday it's rest day unless I really really wanted to for some reason I wouldn't say no but I tend to make sure it's my rest day and it's my time when I volunteer with shout and I see family on a Sunday most of the time as well so it is that complete me time and just switching off and getting ready for my week and again incorporating this into my evening and enjoying doing it not feeling it's a chore I sometimes think people think that this becomes a chore in itself with planning our time wisely and we need to look at that differently so going on to number four is the obstacles and this is really important like with any coaching process that we coach ourselves and we understand what could get in our way 
Because if we do not do that, we will allow things to get in the way, whether it's a distraction or, you know, time obstacle. And then we'll use that as an excuse often um, to kind of condition that, oh, well, that's okay. You know, I just let that go. And actually, sometimes we need to be a bit more disciplined than that. So by being more aware of it and saying, what are my obstacles going to be this week? We can avoid any of this happening to us. And again, it's about managing our time wisely. And sometimes when we want to look at distractions, we just need to ask a a few key questions. So refuse to let distractions in your life hold you back, okay? Set hard boundaries. So when are you really available? And to bring this to life a bit more, think about examples of when will I turn my phone on to airplane mode? So I know this sometimes when I'm doing a lot of content or if I'm doing videos or if I'm obviously with a client, my phone is completely off. I make sure all of my apps on my my laptop are off. There's nothing pinging when I'm doing the podcast or I'm doing a webinar. I make sure everything is off that would distract me from being in that moment with somebody or on my own time. So really think about examples of how you will go about avoiding these distractions and obstacles coming into your way and then think about things maybe like when you're in certain meetings or you're you know maybe in a gym so let's take the example of I just said then a meeting that you what could you be distracted by in a meeting you know again could it be something uh, your your other work phone going off or um, the apps and the emails pinging what could it be that you need to stay disciplined on And things like, you know, I won't check my emails. So I don't check emails probably, I'd like to say, five times out of seven a week. It's quite specific, Um, but it's definitely something I've worked on. I don't check emails before kind of seven o'clock or if I've been up a couple of hours. I do all of my morning routine and then I'll check emails because nothing is that urgent. If it is that urgent, they will ring me. They will have my contact details to get through to me if it is that urgent. So I don't do any emails before. And sometimes you might want to think about not taking calls for a certain time. I know sometimes when I'm in a, a, now the word's not conflict, let's use a better word here. But if I'm maybe having a bit of a debate or someone's maybe slightly frustrated me or annoyed me because we're all human here, I'm not going to say that no one doesn't annoy, you know, no one doesn't annoy me because they do. But I will try to first think about how do I manage myself within that first and how do I get the best out of that person? And often I know that when I do things first thing in the morning or or reply to messages in the morning, if they're, you know, that type of, like I said, you're a bit annoyed or frustrated, I'm probably not going to react in a good way. I have less patience in the morning. It's really interesting. But it's seeing that in myself and being self-aware and looking at how I could improve a relationship from the response I've had from somebody previously that's made me reframe and think about, well, what do I need to change here? So one of those things I know that I do really well is to think that I don't often actually reply to many people before midday because I just want my mornings to myself to get through what I'm going to do, focus. Um, And again, just being a moment, it's really important to me that I have that focus. And another thing might be I will not have an alcoholic drink in the week. Or you could just say, I will not have an alcoholic drink before six o'clock at night, which is a bit of a joke. I have my dad um, that, you know, we kind of had that six o'clock and he's like, would you like a little drink, a gin? And so 
be really disciplined and it's just about highlighting it and again don't suddenly go full whack you know right Sunday I'm going to start everything from this Sunday because that's really hard to keep consistent and to create a life that is of energy and that serves us long term and sustainable is about doing things step by step okay and building on that and again it's not the fact that it's perfect um, done is better than perfect as I go back to again no rocket science here, just all these same themes coming through. Then I will look at the non-negotiables. So I will really start to think about what are the things I have to do? So the non-negotiables are the must. There is no buts, no if. So are you sure about that? You will do it. So this is things maybe like I will not swear because sometimes lots of people swear. Um, I will never hit snooze so I I don't tend to because I just like to just jump out of bed um, but that's a routine that's just in, I think it's kind of ingrained in how I am um, and I would actually like to snooze sometimes because I think it'd be nice to do but um, you might want to say I will achieve 10,000 steps a day I will meditate for 10 minutes a day I'll drink four liters of water a day I will phone a friend a day uh, whatever it is just think about what are the things you must do every single day and get those in and then I talk about magic time so you might be thinking hey up what's going on here so magic time was a concept that I took from a book called the perfect week by Craig Ballantyne and lots of what I do actually in my week and looking at my time stems from this book because it's really important about not focusing just on your day but actually getting the most out of your weeks and feeling the best and not always being so work ethic and driven because actually life is more about having um, the roundedness to what we do to who we have in our lives and having everything not just being work or you know just all of our friends so there has to be that part of balance and I like the fact that when you look at a week there is more balance so when you have magic time this is time in our day when we will be the most productive um so it breaks down I'll give you an example when people want to be on a moment of focus, so I want to always be focused when I read because I want to take stuff in. I know that my best times, and I call it my magic time, where I'm most productive and I take in information really well, I call it like I'm like a sponge, I just absorb information, is five o'clock in the morning or kind of till seven in the morning, or very rarely it's kind of nine o'clock at night. Now this sounds really crazy, but if you've thought about it like this or you've noticed when you're most productive, it might not seem so. And it's about recognising importance in that time and freeing it up and then being absolutely ruthless in protecting it. So turn off your phone. So let's go back to the example again where I know I read. So if I get up at five in the morning and I know I've sort of information really quick, I can laser scan a book for some reason. Whereas kind of sometimes 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night, like I'm game over, I would not be able to read at that time. It's just something I can't do very easily. But I will make sure that I'm not checking my phone. I've kind of, I'm just sitting in the moment, I'm with my coffee, um, and I'm just enjoying what I'm doing, and I'm avoiding all of those distractions. So start to think about when is your magic time? What does that look like for you? And try it as well. Something might work and something might not, but just to find that time. So my fifth way to manage time wisely is to get laser focused on doing this and I think that's really important as a last one because there's no point doing five things or five 
successful tips, strategies, whatever, and then we actually don't do them. So to keep things simple and to build on them step by step, get laser focused on doing these steps. So focus in when you're going to do this. If it is a Monday for you and not Sunday, that's great. Absolutely. But make it ruthless that it's one of those days. I would say try on the Sunday for sure, because you then hit start that Monday, like we said at the beginning, if something goes wrong, or you oversleep, or you you do go into that snooze, that you will not have your day put back and then your week because of that, you can then still embrace a day. And that's really important. So five ways to manage your time more wisely is to plan your week, not your day, break it down. So look at the blocks of the hours. Planning your downtime, your friends, your fitness, your food. Look at the obstacles. How are you going to overcome these? What are the distractions? What are your non-negotiables? And get laser focused on all of this. It is so important. And it came from my coach the other day. She put a great quote out there. The problem is we think we have time, um, which stems from Buddha. And I just thought that was really key in terms of thinking, yeah, it's really true. I need to be more focused and have you know real discipline with what I do because I've got great goals I believe in my mission and what I'm trying to do and I love what I do so I don't see this as work 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 I see it that I'm getting more productive in loving what I do which is a great place to be so hopefully it's been of value to today thank you for listening if you haven't listened to my podcast from last week go back and listen because I hope it's really you know, profound and useful for people. Um, It was all around how to prevent burnout. So I do recommend you check it because I spoke about self-doubt, building your confidence and knowing the triggers around burnout. I'll put a little link in the description of this episode anyway. So please, as always, connect with me on social media. I'm at Natalie Potts Coaching, apart from my Facebook community, which is a living a vibrant life. And I really want to hear from you. So drop me a question, share this episode with a friend, make sure you leave a review and subscribe to my podcast. um, So you're empowered in your own way. And I want to really embrace people in terms of coming forward, sharing ideas with me of what they want to hear more about, if you'd love to build my podcast with me. We're all on our own journey. So I'm doing this because it's part of my development and where I want to be of my goals and my future. And you can do that too. Don't limit yourself to be small-minded or to not dream big. As always, let's go and take action and have a great day. And I also should maybe add to this one, have a great week.